Hello, everyone. If you know me, you know I love draft season and I love breaking down what happens in the draft. You know, so that's what I'm doing here today. All right. I've got the ADP, the average draft position numbers from Yahoo on the day the season started. And I'm going to compare them with where these players ended up at season's end. I'm going to be talking about points leagues and category leagues. How did we, the public, do with our Yahoo average draft position? And what can we glean from this? You got to listen to find out. All right. Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL today. everybody thank you so much for joining me you know i appreciate it so much i appreciate uh you know all the five-star reviews the the you know the the actual reviews you're writing uh you guys i really appreciate that um i don't think it goes unnoticed uh that that just goes a long way so thank you so much for doing that i am your host of fantasy nhl today blake creamer please follow me on twitter at blake creamer se and this is a sports ethos presentation Go check out sportsethos.com for all your fantasy needs. Uh, they still got some basketball content going on with the playoffs and baseball's in full swing. They're going to have football going. You got to get your biscuits in there, all right? And I should mention we have a Discord as well for Fantasy NHL today. The link is in the description. Click on that and you can talk to me. You can reach me anytime. You can also reach me on Twitter. But uh, any questions, uh, yeah, just, just hit me up in Twitter or Discord. Okay? That's how we do. All right, let's talk about this episode here. I am pretty excited about it. Um, I should say, you know, moving forward, I'm going to be doing about one episode a week because I just want to make sure that this content is is kicking some A, all right? And uh, yeah, to do that, I, I think once a week is going to be good, you know, kind of during the off season here. And then once things pick up, I'm going to go ballistic. I'm going to go out of my mind, all right? I'm going crazy. I already want the season to start. I, I'm excited. Even just this episode here, what I'm about to do just makes me start thinking about next season and what I'm going to do. And I'm so impatient. And it's only May. Oh, my God. But that's fine. We'll have to make do with this. All right. So this episode here, it's going to be an ADP, Yahoo ADP comparison, where they were drafted and where they finished up. All right. So... um I'm going to be reading out the ADP uh, from each round, so rounds 1 to 12 in a 12-team league, okay? I'll talk about the wins. I'll talk about the losses. I'll also make just some observations on what happened and where I think some of these guys might end up next draft season as well, all right? So, and before we get going, I should mention the points league scoring that we'll be doing is um, the Cupful League points scoring. So, um, they've got a little bit of a different setup there. You know, it's it's just a well-known, well-studied points league, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. But um, they do have uh, one thing you should know: they don't count any power play points uh, as part of their points system. They do count shorthanded points, but not power play points. So you know, just keep that in mind when you're hearing some of those numbers. And also, goalies in the scoring system I'm mentioning are really just low in the game here. They they, you know, um, the goalie scoring is not kind basically like the highest goalie in this entire league was uh ranked 69th overall nice so just keep that in mind um and then the category league that i'll be doing uh referencing is just your basic yahoo standard category league you know with your nine categories there hits blocks power play points goals 
assists, shots, and then uh, the three goalie stats as well. So yeah, that keep that in mind as we're going through our reference points leagues and stats and cats leagues, and that is what I'm talking about. All right. So without further ado, I think we got to get into this. I want to get this in under an hour, make sure this is uh, palatable for you all to listen to. But uh, just remember as you're listening to, this is an episode you can kind of return back to. I think I'm going to be going back to this show, you know, once draft season hits and looking at, at these numbers again, I'll go to my show sheet. I'll look at those numbers again and just see what's what, you know, what, what happened here and why did it happen? So um, at the end too, we'll try and just sort of talk about, you know, if we can take anything from this information, but at the very least, it's a good perspective, you know, on what a draft looks like. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get the business. Round number one. Again, we're doing a 12 team league here. And I'll just rattle them off here. So Connor McDavid went at one. No surprise there. Uncle Leon. Hello. 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 Dry Settle went at two. Austin Matthews, three. Nathan McKinnon, four. Kale McCarr went at five. Kaprasov went at six. Rantanen at seven. Andre Vasilevsky at eight. Shesterkin at nine. Nikita Kucherov at 10, Jonathan Huberdo 11, and Alex Ovechkin went at 12th overall. Yeah, um, you know, we're talking about wins and losses, but it, it's kind of hard to get wins in the first round, really. Like, you just need, make sure you don't screw up, right? Just pick the right person. And and in the most in most cases here, I think, you know, people were were, you know, doing well. I have some thoughts here as well. For me, just as a kind of a, a side piece here, like when I'm drafting, like the first three or four rounds, that's not the time to start, you know, taking big swings on guys that you think are, are going to, you know, go from zero to 60 from one season to the next. No, this is the time to get old faithful, right? And get and just get the guy who's going to be on the ice the most with the most power play points with the most points, you know, and who's done it before, right? That's That's the time. That's what you do here in round one. So most of these guys, yeah, that's the case. So let's talk about it. The only real win uh, from this round would be um, Kucherov at 10, right? That, that, that is late for Kucherov. I, I saw him going in some of the higher level leagues that I'm in, you know, going around four or five potentially, like him going before McKinnon. So, yeah, Kucherov um, in points leagues, he finished ninth overall. But, uh, in Cats leagues, he finished fifth, right? And that's for his, you know, power play points and obviously all the points he put on the board there. So, you know, that, that was a nice pick there in the first round. That, that's really the only one that kind of moved the needle there. But uh, in terms of losses, there were a couple, right? And the big one we have to talk about is Kale McCarr at five. I remember in draft season hearing uh, Kale McCarr at five, and I didn't like it. It, it just, you know, uh, it seems like common sense to me, but defensemen don't get as many points as forwards, right? So, um, you know, and there, there's, there's so many other things that go into it uh, besides that, that I know now, you know, like value, uh, above replacement, right? Kale McCarr is basically was projected to be just miles above, you know, the competition there. So getting the best defense, getting the best player at his position there kind of makes sense. It certainly makes sense in the first round. I thought, I still thought five was a little high and I didn't want to take Kale McCarr at five there. But he finished in points leagues 91st. Yeah, I mean, he finished 91st in points leagues and 72nd in category leagues. So drafted fifth. So that's ugly. That, that's going to that's gonna hurt you pretty bad, right? And obviously, that was all injuries. That, that was the issue with McCarr, right? His point pace was the same. His power play production was even better. 
and he led the league in average time on ice, right? So Makar was good to go. It's just, you know, he was injured. He only played 60 games last season, 66 points in 60 games. That's pretty nice. But, um, you know, and he's, he's obviously elite. I think, you know, Makar is who we think he is. And I think going into next year, he's going to be valued a little bit lower than that. But it's still the same player, right? As long as he's healthy, right? Uh, I think that this guy's a slam dunk, you know, to get, you know, maybe at the end of round one or uh, somewhere in round two. I think Kale McCarr is going to, if he stays healthy, he's going to bring you amazing return, right? Again, that value over replacement that we're, that we're looking at. So that's the situation with McCarr. Kaprasov at six. Yeah, he finished in points leagues at 31, uh, finished 45th in, ca- in category leagues. Like he had injuries as well, right? So that that's the issue there. He did have more power play points uh, in less games and a better goals per game rate, right? And his ice time was up by two minutes. Um, you know, it's just unlucky that he got injured. Um, so I think, you know, uh, guys like Makar and Kaprasov, they might slide a little bit this upcoming draft season. And that's that's value for us, right? Because I think these guys are both bona fide first rounders, you know, certainly early second rounders, Kaprasov and Makar. So... Um, you know, it's just unfortunate that they, they both got injured, right? So keep that in mind. Um, obviously they're amazing players, you know, and, and it, it, they were good picks at the time. Kaprasov at six is, is a good pick. It's not, it was bad. Obviously the biggest loss here is Jonathan Huberto at 11. Uh, check this. This is, this is horrible. We all know Jonathan Huberto's season was, was hot garbage. You know, he, um, he was drafted at 11th overall, average draft position, finished 185th in points leagues. How about 255th in category leagues? Oh, my God. That, that, that's, that's almost enough to make me retire from fantasy hockey. Seriously. So, yeah, that is definitely rough um, for those of you who drafted Huberto. Um, for me personally, I thought Huberto, even with the season he had in Florida before this, like 115-point season, you know, that's, that's what happened here. And he went from 115 points with the Florida Panthers to 55 points with the Calgary Flames. Good God. I, how? I, I, I read a stat. I think it's the highest uh, discrepancy between two seasons uh, ever in the NHL. So, Jonathan Huberto, congrats to you. We have a wiener. Um, but straight up. Good news, folks. This is not going to happen again. This this is the absolute basement for Jonathan Huberto. What the hell? You know, Daryl Sutter, go have a Coke and a smile, buddy. Get the hell out of my sight. Oh, man. This, like, when you hear stuff like players rescinded their trade requests once they found out Daryl Sutter was fired, like, you know some bull crap is going on there in the Calgary Flames locker room. And and Sutter's such a dingus. I, I cannot stand these old coaches, these old dinosaurs, just... Just putting their stamp on a team and 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 just just being a total dink, like you know Huberto. You get a, an elite uh, playmaker in on your team here, elite, like one of the best passers in the world. No, there's no question there. Um, and you 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 basically cut two and a half minutes off his total ice time. You take him off power play one. You know you crush the man's confidence. Like that nice coaching, buddy. You're you're going the wrong way. Anyways, I digress. I don't like Daryl Sutter, and I'm sick of these coaches here in the NHL that are doing this crap. You know, you're going to hear me talk a few more rants on that, all right? But anyways, um, we know the situation with Huberto. I think fresh start, new coach next season. We're looking at probably point-a-game Huberto, so don't worry about that. But he won't be going in the first or second or third or fourth round next season, most likely. So 
what that means. Buy low, all right? Huberto, I'm targeting him next season. There's no question. I think he's going to do so much better. I think it'll be, you know, 75 to 85 points. Book it! We're getting to biz with Huberto next season. He's going to be the Fantasy NHL Today uh, uh, spokesperson, all right? Huberto, call me, buddy. All right, let's get to biz. So I know I'm talking a lot on this, but um, the first round here. We have 12 to go. I'll be quicker, I promise. How about these goalies in the first round? I think that is a loss too, right? So Vasilevsky at eight, Shesterkin at nine. They both finished um, in Cats Leagues. Vasi uh, finished at 31. Igor Shesterkin finished at 29. And then, you know, a lot lower in the points leagues, as I was mentioning. So I just don't think, I've never been a fan. Even before I started learning about Zero G, and I do, again, want to shout out uh, Nate Krutniblik of Apples and Genos, who is... uh, kind of came up with the idea, did the study for zero G, which basically means spend less draft capital on goalies than the rest of the fantasy GMs that you're, you're drafting against. Right. And so drafting two goalies in the first round, it, it barely ever works out. In in fact, almost never, right? Like they both had decent seasons. There's no question there. It's not a huge L, but you could have drafted Kucherov. You could have drafted, you know, a lot of these guys in the second round that crushed. You know what I mean? Like, you you, you waste you could you just kind of wasted some draft capital there when you could have got goalies later on that can do something similar for you uh, at, at way less of a cost. And if they don't do it for you, you just drop them to the curb and pick up somebody else, right? So you know, I will talk about zero G a little bit on this episode. Plus, I want to get Nate on the show here and kind of just have him give his two cents because uh, yeah, he he just puts it all in perspective, and I, I do think zero G is the way to go. And we talk about that a lot over at Apples and Genos, uh, Nate and myself. So that's it. Uh, that wins and losses for uh, round one. Let's move on to round two. Uh, at thirteen, Alexander Barkov went. Hedman at 14, Matthew Kachuk at 15, Adam Fox at 16, Marner at 17, Crosby 18, Goudreau at 19, Yossi at 20, Steven Stamkos at 21, JT Miller at 22, Artemi Panarin at 23, and then Pasta. He's a coconut something up. David Pasternak at 24. So yeah, a couple a couple big winners in the second round here. Guys, you could have got over Vasilevsky and Shesterkin. FYI, okay? And let's talk about those. So obviously Matty Kachuk, Hart Trophy candidate. He what what this this guy's a beauty. He's a gamer. What what uh, you know, whatever super, superlative you want to, you know, throw at this man, he's great. Um he had an amazing season. You know, 109 points in 79 games uh on a new team. That's insane. Um you know, and he upped his shots on goal per game by one whole shot. He he shot 4.1 shots per game. That's excellent. His ice time went up by two minutes. It was just a perfect situation for Matthew Kachuk. They featured him on the Florida Panthers right away. No question. They were happy to have him there. So, yeah, he went off. That was a great, great um, trade for them. Obviously, Huberto went the other way. So, you know, we know what he did. Kachuk went off. He went off in the power play. Pasta, we know what he did. Oh, my goodness. So, first off, Matt Kachuk drafted 15, finished six in point leagues, seventh in category leagues, all right? So, yeah, you're getting a nice, like, in these first couple rounds, going up by, like, five or six positions or eight positions, that's huge, right? It takes a lot to do that. So, Matthew Kachuk did very well, and David Pasternak did even better. He was drafted 24th. He finished second overall in points leagues and third overall in category leagues. And obviously, you know, with 60 goals, 
Um, second, second highest goal total in the league. Crazy on the power play. Amazing shots. Amazing advanced statistics. Like he, he just went buck wild this season. Um, and obviously Pasta's value is going to be cooked for next season. We're not going to get him at the end of the second round of this business. You know, he's going to be uh, clearly in the first round. And I think he might be a little bit high. It'll probably be um, ADP will be a little bit high, maybe by a couple a couple spots next season just because of what he did here. And it could be a little bit of a letdown, right? Because Boston just went nuclear this season. And uh, that's probably not going to happen again. <clears throat> also, I should mention JT Miller in category leagues. He was drafted at 22nd and he finished 12th in category leagues. So, and that's just because he brings the perifs like the beauty that he is. Although for basically the first two thirds of the season, he was just straight dingus behavior on the ice. Uh, you know, I think Rick Tockett there in Vancouver is going to unlock JT Miller of, of last season. Um, I think, you know, we could expect a performance like this uh, from JT Miller again, but I think he'll be a little bit more effective on the ice and for his teammates. So plus minus, you know, just just being a better teammate and, and getting a better result on the ice, I think, is what we'll see from JT Miller, but probably a similar season to this one. There were some losses here in the second round as well. Um, you know, Barkov drafted at 13, you know, he he had some injuries in the season. Still finished reasonable, but you know, thirteenth or fifty third in points leagues, sixty fourth in cats leagues. All just injuries. Um, I would say um, Artemi Panarin was a bit of an L, uh, especially in category leagues. I've mentioned this uh, before. Um, you know, he he doesn't do much else. Like, and if he's not getting the points, like he's not getting you any perifs. So. It's kind of hard when Artemi Panarin is just staring you in the face there at 23 and you're like, oh God, like this guy, you know, he was projected to get, you know, 90 to 100 points. Didn't happen for him this year, but he doesn't bring much else to the table. So um, Panarin's great in points leagues. I, I, you know, definitely look at where you're drafting him in category leagues moving forward. That's for sure. And then D-men in the second round here, none of these guys hit really. So Adam Fox uh, was the only one that I thought, you know, he, he was drafted at 16. In points leagues, he finished 74th. In category leagues, he finished at 68th. So that's not terrible. Like he had, you know, 72 points in 82 games. That's great. Um, you know, on the surface, that's great. And um, the other, you know, the big thing with Adam Fox is he doesn't hit. I mean, 25 hits in 82 games for a defenseman. Wow. You know, like he's just, he's just getting out of the way of people or like, you know, they go in the corner. He's like, you, you take that, my man. He's just a nice guy. He's generous. You know what I mean? Like you want the puck, you go ahead, buddy, but I'll block it. Right. He had 125 blocks. So that's nice. But yeah, he doesn't shoot very much for defensemen. So just under two shots per game. And uh, yeah, his power play uh, performance was a little bit down from last season. So all in all, th- those things is, are, are the reason why he didn't reach kind of elite numbers there in terms of the end rank, but Adam Fox is a fine defenseman. I just think he won't be drafted that high next season. Victor Hedman was drafted here, though. Uh, that was a brutal one, We, as we all know, at 14. See at the party, Richter! Points leagues, he finished 110. Category leagues, he finished 94. So we, we know why. He was bumped off power play one for most of the season, and, and he focused on defense a lot more. So this season, it, it just happened that Hedman was a better on-ice defenseman than a fantasy defenseman. And this might be how it is moving forward, so keep that moving forward. That that one hurt me. I, I got him in one spot, and and yeah, I just I didn't expect it to happen this way. And then Roman Yossi was drafted twenty overall. He still did a, uh, all right, you know, despite the injuries that he had. But again, didn't didn't kind of reach the lofty heights that he had there. He still actually I should mention about uh, Roman Yossi. He had elite shots this season in the games that he did play. You know, four four shots per game. That's amazing. I think 
with Yossi, he overachieved last season offensively, you know, much like the entire Nashville offense overall last season. So, you know, there was a regression, an offensive regression for sure, negative regression coming. Um, but but he just brings everything else to the table. Again, category leagues, especially elite shots, um, blocks, and he hits decently for a defenseman. But, you know, maybe we can get him in a little bit of value next season, right? 20th overall, maybe he slips into the third round. Roman Yossi in the third round? Yes, please. All right, that's amazing. Uh, and Johnny Gaudreau, yeah, buddy. Um, drafted 19th overall in points leagues, finished at 90th. And then in category leagues, finished at 136th. Oh, man, that's terrible. Um, yeah, I, I stayed away from Johnny Gaudreau because I wasn't sure of the situation there in Columbus. I mean, I was hoping, right, him and Patrick Laine get together. And my boy Boone Jenner, oh, man, that would have been ridiculous. But they barely played any of the season together, right? Everybody was injured. Uh, not Gaudreau. He did play most of the season, but, you know, we know what was going on in Columbus last year. Major injuries. And then I, I just think Gaudreau was playing on a bad team. His shooting percentage was much lower. He didn't have, you know, guys giving him sweet dishes, right? He, you know, he was playing with, well, he was playing with Boone Jenner, right? But he, he Boone Jenner does more than that, all right? I'm not going to talk Yang on Boone Jenner ever, all right? But Goudreau should have a much better season next season, you know, with a, with a fully healthy squad. But I don't think he's going to reach the heights he did in Calgary. My two cents. Let's move on to round three. Okay. At 25, Chris Kreider. Kyle Connor went at 26. Mika Zibanejad at 27. Sebastian Ajo, 28. Sorokin at 29. Jacob Markstrom, 30. Brady Kachuk, 31. Gabriel Landeskog at 32. Jake Gensel, 33. Aaron Ekblad, 24. Timo Meyer at 35, and then Andrei Svechnikov at 36. A couple clear wins in this round. Um, Brady Kachuk, yeah. You know, he's drafted 31st overall. Finished 12th in points leagues, 4th in category leagues. We know this guy is a category beast, all right? We're looking at shots, hits, um, and his offense. I, like, you know, he he's an advanced stats marvel. He just has a crap conversion rate. Like, buddy, if he can if he can get his shooting percentage going here, like, we could be looking at an 85 to 95 point Brady Kachuk, you know, like a, you know, a light version of his brother offensively, but with way better perifs. I mean, this guy's a stallion. So, Brady Kachuk, you know, depends if you're drafting uh, category league or points leagues. Obviously, in category leagues, you're 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 pumping this guy way up. Like, he's a first rounder, no question. But, you know, I, I think he was probably drafted lower than this in, in points leagues, right? So that's kind of where you get the, the 31 overall. But, yeah, he, he, he performed very well. Timo Meyer at 35. Yeah, he was great before he was moved to New Jersey. And I think we could all sort of see that coming. But, again, advanced numbers, insane. Shots on goal per 60, nuts. Individual scoring chances, four per 60, ridiculous. Uh, he hits, he shoots. Um, you know that, so he finished, uh, he was 35th overall. He finished 25th in points and 25th in category leagues, you know? So yeah, you're getting some nice value there. The problem with Meyer is where's he going next year? Is he going to sign with New Jersey again? Or, you know, wherever he's going, are they going to be giving him, you know, like he did this in San Jose, basically where he, he was getting 20 minutes a night and he needs that, right? He needs that for his, for all those things that make him valuable, the shots, the hits, um, you know, so we saw when he was in New Jersey and he was getting, you know, 17 to, to 19 minutes, he wasn't kind of the same player. And obviously, you know, he's with a different team that had a different system, but I don't know. Um, I'm not as high on Timo Meyer next season, just because of the uncertainty where he's going. But 
great season nonetheless for him. And then Mika Zibanejad, yeah, he was drafted 27th overall, finished 15th in points leagues, 20th in cats leagues. Obviously, he's he's the engine there in New York. He had uh, amazing power play numbers. Like the, the guy's a beauty for sure. So, um, yeah, there, I, I was off Zibanejad this season just because there were so many centers. Um, I, I felt like I could get centers that were reasonable later on. So guys like Zibanejad um, and Aho in this round as well, sort of just, I, I left them be because I figured I can get somebody else later on. And speaking of Aho, we're looking at losses now. Um, Aho was drafted, uh, Sebastian Aho of Carolina, drafted 28th. He finished 66th in points leagues, not terrible, 133rd in cats leagues though, right? So unfortunately, Aho, his ADP was just a bit too high, I think. Like he had a reasonable season. He just underperformed slightly, um, you know, but all his numbers are, are kind of on point. Um, his time on ice is trending up. He's playing well in the playoffs here right now. Um, I think that Aho might be a value next season because I don't think he's going to be a third round player. I think he could be, you know, he could slip to the fourth or even fifth round, right? And Aho in the fifth round or sixth round, buddy, get him in my life. Get Aho on my team and do it tonight. All right. Um, but I like that. But yeah, just, I just think he was, his ADP was too high and his value was kind of shot. Um, also Chris Kreider, a guy I called for to be a bust and he busted, he busted all over the place. Giggity, giggity. All right. Um, yeah. 25th overall drafted ADP finished 77th in points leagues, 130 in cats leagues. Yeah. His power play performance uh, was not even close to what he did the season before where he scored 50 goals, right? He went off. He, he had like 26 power play goals that year. Um, this season, not so much, right? His, his power play goals were down. His shooting percentage was down. So makes total sense. This is closer to the player that Kreider is. And, he, you know, his ADP is going to fall next season because of it. Also, um, Ekblad was in here, uh, 34th overall ADP. He finished 150th in points leagues and... Uh, 143rd in category leagues, right? So that's not good enough, especially, you know, for your 34th overall pick. That's that's ugly, right? And I, I think, you know, not a lot changed with Ekblad, but, you know, the emergence of Montour in Florida, like he lost power play one for most of the season. And he just wasn't performing. He wasn't converting, much like a lot of the Florida Panthers, you know, during the regular season. So yeah, Ekblad, he's not going to be a third round third rounder next season you can get him probably you know seventh eighth ninth round next season who knows and then jacob markstrom sheesh buddy oh my god 30th overall he was the fourth goalie off the board he finished 341st in points leagues 139th in category leagues with the kind of volume that he had this is shocking it's atrocious right and you know what like i've i saw jacob markstrom when he played here in vancouver i think like daryl sutter Buddy, F off. Like, get the hell out of here. Like, it, you know, I, I, I bet we'll see a different Jacob Markstrom here in Calgary. Like, they're going to go back to him, right? And they do have a nice backup in Dan Vladar there in Calgary. So, you know, it might be a short leash for Markstrom, but obviously he's going to fall off the map in terms of next season. So, you know, it might be a good 0G target for you. I, he, he might be available after the 12th round next season based on this poor performance, right? So keep them in mind but Markstrom you know he was he was in line for a Vesna this season before so he's got that in him right but I just think that the it was played out what Daryl Sutter was doing there with the team and the vibe in the room was not good um so he's out of the he's out of the picture you know could be a refreshing start for Jacob Markstrom so that's that let's get into round four okay yeah we're, we're good well, let's let's keep going here 
ADP, 37th overall, John Carlson, 38th, Alex DeBrinkett, 39th, Big Juicy Soros. A juice tiger. A juice tiger. A juice tiger. I juice everything, though. 40th, Patrick Kane, 41st, Jack Eichel. Moritz Sider goes at 42. Jake Ottinger at 43. Mark Stone, 44. Oh, hi, Mark. Elias Lindholm at 45. Jason Robertson at 46. Quinn Hughes, 47. Elias Pedersen, 48. Yeah, a couple of couple of wins here, a couple of big wins as well. So, um, you know, the goalies here in round four, UC Saros and Jake Ottinger, they both performed very well. Um, I had Saros in a bunch of spots, and honestly, I felt like I used far too much draft capital to pick them up. <laughs> like, especially when you can get guys like some of the other guys in this round here, like Jason Robertson or Elias Pettersson. Like, you know, those are the players that should have been targeted here. And, and hindsight's twenty twenty, no question, but... Saros had a great year, drafted 39th overall. In, in points leagues, he was 69th overall. Nice. Um, and then in category leagues, he finished 19th overall. So that's a win for UC Saros. Um, Jake Ottinger, 100th in points leagues, 23rd in category leagues. So big wins there in the category leagues for the goalies. But how about Jason Robertson? Man, this this guy went off. At, at one point in the season, he looked like the best player you know, he was he was fighting for best player in the league at that point. And then obviously he tailed way off. But Jason Robinson drafted 46th, came off a contract dispute as well. So so this ADP made sense to me. I, I didn't really want to have any part of Jason Robinson because I, I didn't I don't like when players hold out through training camp because I think they get a slow start, but clearly didn't affect this guy. ADP 46, finished in points leagues at seven, finished in cast leagues at nine, right? Power play. His power play, it was ridiculous there in Dallas. Like, obviously, they got crazy chemistry, and they went off. And, and you know, he was just doing some amazing things this season. He looked great. Um, Elias Pettersson as well. What the hell? Um, did not see the season coming. He, as a Canucks fan, I did not see this coming. Um, you know, he's 48th overall, finished at 8th in points leagues, 13th in category leagues. So, you know, what can you say? I think Elias Pettersson, this, this is a bit of a ceiling for him. I don't know how much more room he has to go, at least points-wise, but... He's, he's become a real elite player, and I think, you know, 90 to 100 points is, is probably where we should be valuing Elias Pettersson moving forward, and his value is going to be shot next season. Um, but I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how far it's shot because um, I think not, there's not a lot that's going to change that much in Vancouver besides, like, you know, he performed very well with the new coach, Rick Tockett, and he's still getting that power play time. He's getting penalty kill time where he started to get a crazy amount of shorthanded goals, so... I do think, you know, 90 to 100 points for Pedersen next season is probably reasonable. And I like it. I'm here for it. Um, and there were some losses as well. Uh, we'll take a look at Moritz Sider. They're heading for the old mill. No, we're not. Well, let's go to the old mill anyway. Get some cider. You know, definitely a loss in points leagues. Like, yeah, uh, he was drafted 42nd overall, finished at 108 in points leagues, right? So I'll just mention that. In cast leagues, he, he held value because he has amazing peripherals. But in points leagues, yeah, Cider, it might be a little while before he's really, really relevant there. Um, you know, especially if they've got some good young defensemen coming up there. You know, Simon Edvinson is coming up in Detroit there. Um, you know, some other players. So I think, you know, I, I think Moritz Cider, he's not going to be drafted round four next season. He's going to be more of a category league guy. Patrick Kane uh, went here at 40. Yeah, he just, I, the time has come. Like, this guy's done it all. He finished 123rd in, in points leagues, 164th in category leagues. It didn't get really any better when he went to New York. So, 
Um, Patrick Kane too, he, he needs, he's always had, you know, for most of his career over 20 minutes time on ice average. Right. And you know, this season he was cooking along at 18 something, you know, it didn't get any better in New York. And I don't think wherever he goes next season, he's going to be getting that 20 minutes. Right. So it's, I, I think, yeah, he, his ADP is going to drop big time. He's not going to be available around or he's, he's not going to be going in round four that that's for sure. Quinn Hughes is a bit of a, a bit of an L here as well. I mean, 47th off the board, and he finished 98th in points leagues, 81st in category leagues, right? He's kind of a one-trick pony, assists, right? Well, assists and power play points, um, and he does that so well. I mean, he's he's elite at that, but in terms of fantasy, like, it doesn't really... It, it, this is There's players... He's a player like this, and there's other players like this I might point out that are kind of points leagues players, right? Um, and, yeah, it's just... It's like there's category league players and points leagues players, and Quinn Hughes is more of a points league player because he doesn't bring a lot of peripherals for a defenseman either. So it's something to think about when you're drafting him. It's not just, oh, Quinn Hughes is amazing. He's, he's getting 70-point seasons. It's like, yeah, that, that is nice. But as far as fantasy goes, he, he's, not really, he's not really ringing the bell. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know you do. All right, and then uh, lastly, Jack Eichel here didn't really hit this season. He's doing very well in the playoffs. I love that. But, uh, you know, 41st off the board, he finished 65 in points leagues, 114th in category leagues, right? And that was injuries. So injuries and also power play deployment and points with Vegas this last season. I think that's something that can improve. I think Eichel, uh, based on what I've seen in the playoffs here, he's starting to put it together. They finally put him with Johnny Marcheseau. Thank you. Uh, that's what we wanted at the beginning of the season, you ding-dongs. And now they've got it going. But, you know, we'll see what this little playoff run that Eichel is having will do for his ADP next season. But I'm hoping we can get him at value because I think, I think he's ready to go. I think he's ready to pop. We just need to see it now in the season, and, and we need to see him healthy. Let's get into round five here. Marc-Andre Fleury went at 49, Tarasenko at 50, Max Pacioretty at 51, Freddie Anderson, 52, Morgan Riley, 53, Claude Giroux at 54, Thatcher Demko went at 55, Philip Forsberg, 56, Chris Letang at 57, Sergei Bobrovsky went at 58. Well, McGonagall, Billy is dead. They slit his throat from ear to ear. Hey, I'm trying to eat lunch here. Evgeny uh, Malkin at 59 and Evander Kane at 60. So, yeah, this was uh, this was a tough round, actually. Uh, there wasn't too many wins. I mean, we got to look at Evgeny Malkin, right? <laughs> yeah, he had an amazing season. 83 points in 82 games. You know, uh, this is very s- similar to the season he had last season, except he played the whole season, right? 82-game Malkin. We haven't seen that, you know, or even close to that since 2017 where he played 78 games, right? So if Malkin's healthy, he's playing games. You know, he was a point-per-game player. It's amazing. He had 36 power play points. His ice time was strong, 18-35 average time on ice. So, um, you know, Malkin, if, as long as he's on that top power play, what, what? why would this change? Like, I feel good about this. I th- the big issue with Malkin is he, you know, he gets injured, right? He missed half the season last season. So this season he plays a full 82. So who knows? You, you can't predict injuries, right? So that's why it's, it's tough. Um, so I try not to... I try not to think about injuries too much. Uh, you know, that said, like, I'll look at what type of things a guy is dealing with going into the season, right? Or what type of injury he's coming off of, right? But Malkin, 82 games, love it. 83 points, love that. And you pick them up at 59. So that's sweet. 
losses, basically everybody else. Uh, you know, it was a tough round, like I said. Um, you know, lots of injuries. Mark Andre Fleury was injured. Max Pacioretty injured. Freddie Anderson injured, right? Demko injured. Philip Forsberg injured. All right, and then Evander Kane had that bad injury as well. So um, lots of injuries there. And then just some underperforming. Um, Tarasenko, you know, didn't, didn't – St. Louis had a bad year regardless. And Tarasenko, you know, we didn't see the, the positive regression we thought. We didn't see any increased ice time, which we thought we might get. And then he went to New York and did nothing there as well. So thank you for your service, uh, Tarasenko. But, uh, you know, come on, buddy. What are you doing? Um, let's go on to round six here. So Nikolai Ehlers went off at 61. Kevin Fiala, 62. William Nylander went at 63. Darcy Kemper, 64. Sam Reinhart at 65. Tavares went at 66. Tristan Jari went at 67. Yevgeny Kuznetsov at 68. Nazem Kadri, 69. Devin Taves, 70. Pavel Buchnevich at 71. And then Spencer Knight at 72. So round six. Yeah, some, some clear wins here, right? And we're looking at the Leafs in particular. Johnny Tavares and William Nylander. Boy, um, love this. You know, let's look at William Nylander. He was 63, drafted overall, finished at 22nd in points leagues, 44 in category leagues. Uh, that's just because, um, you know, some of the peripherals that he doesn't bring. But Johnny Tavares, drafted at 66, finished 24th in points leagues, finished 17th in category leagues, right? Johnny T, how's it be? What are you doing, buddy? Oh, man. Yeah, he was shooting like crazy. 3.5 shots per game. He had 112 hits on the season. That's a career high, buddy. I love that. 39 power play points. What the? Sheesh. Oh, my God. This guy was put, he was he was shooting the lights out there in uh, Toronto. So, love that. 80 points in 80 games. Great season for Johnny T. So, those two guys, I mean... You know, William Nylander, his ADP is going to go up, and I think it should. I think he's got more in the tank. Johnny Tavares, though, I don't know. I, I think that's, that's probably tip-top Johnny Tavares. But, you know, with that amount of power play time, and, and you got to think the Leafs going out like this, like he's the captain. I think they're going to be pissed off next season, hopefully. I mean, but we, everybody's got to get healthy and come in healthy and, uh, and just get the business, right? So, I don't know. We might get one more year like this out of Johnny Tavares. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, 17th overall in category leagues. Love that. Um, losses. Uh, the main one I want to talk about is Nikolaj. Nikolaj. Hmm? Nikolaj. Yeah, I said it. Nikolaj. Nikolaj. Not even close. Nikolaj. Nikolaj. Almost Nikolaj. Nikolaj. I feel like I'm saying it. You know what? It doesn't matter. Ehlers. Yeah. This, this man. Yeah, he was injured, obviously. And then deployment. What the frick? Um, Rick Bonus is another ding dong. He's one of these these old school dinosaur coaches. I hate these guys. I don't hate them. They're nice people, but you know I hate how they coach. It's terrible. But yeah, this man was just not getting ice time. It, it pissed me off. Um, he, you know his advanced stats say everything's like aces up. This guy should be flying right now. Put put him out there in a twenty minute a night roll. Let's see what he does. But I don't know. Ehlers, I'm a bit concerned going into next season just with the deployment that Rick Bonus sort of showed him. Um, granted, in the playoffs, Ehlers, he got a bump in ice time, right? So that says something. Like, can we get him back to like 19 minutes on ice? That 18.30, 19 minutes on ice. Ehlers, power play one is a must, right? So this is, power play one's going to make or break Ehlers there. But yeah, it was it was a big loss. At 61, he finished at 339 in points leagues, 440 in category leagues. Oh man, it, it was it was rough. Nikolaj, buddy, 
That was terrible. All right. Hopefully we can get some deployment out of this man and a healthy season. All right. Let's look around seven. We're almost there, everybody. Thanks for sticking it out. I, I honestly, this stuff is just super interesting to me. So hopefully it is to you too. Let's go. At 73 went Jack Campbell, 74, Jeremy Swayman, 75, Connor Hellebuck, 76, Matty Duchesne. Was that Duchesne again? 77, Drew Doughty, 78, Mackie Weegs, Mackenzie Weeger, 79, Patrick Laine. Um, Rasmus Dallin went at 80, Pat- Patrice Bergeron at 81, Toivo Teravainen at 82, Drake Batherson, 83, and Joe Pavelski at 84. Yes, yeah, so we had a little goalie run here uh, to start this off with Campbell, Swayman, and Hellebuck. Let's look at the wins here. So Hellebuck was one of those wins. No question. He had a great season. Um, you know, drafted 75th, finished uh, at 14th in category leagues, 73rd in points leagues, this particular point league that I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, uh, had a great season. Winnipeg played very well. They, they were playing, you know, it lights out at one point of the season, right? Then they kind of fell off, fell off there, and obviously they fell off in the playoffs too. But, yeah, Hellebuck was a big win, especially if you got him here or even I saw him go later in a lot of leagues. So, you know, keep an eye on where Hellebuck goes next season. I don't think it's going to be round seven. Um, Rasmus Dahlin of Buffalo. Yeah, buddy. This man was incendiary. He went off. Um, obviously, the power play was was super key there. You know, his, his ice time went up almost two minutes uh, over last season. So last season, he got 53 points in 80 games. This last season here, 73 points in 78 games with, um, you know, 32 power play points, 105 hits, 132 blocks. Yeah. Rasmus Dahlin is him. All right. He's, he's obviously the, the anchor there on the back end, especially on the power play with this kind of young group that's coming up there in Buffalo with Tage and um, Alex Tuck and all these guys. Dylan Cousins. Yeah, so um, drafted 80th overall, finished 37th in points leagues, 26th in category leagues. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin was a huge win there. Um, Batherson, yeah, he was drafted 83rd, finished 72nd overall in points, finished 51st in category leagues. Yep, makes sense. I was kind of staying away from him just due to some off-ice issues there, and I thought that, uh, you know, there's potential he might not play, but didn't end up affecting him. And then how about Joe Pavelski at 84? Can your grandfather do this? Hey, ha, hoo, hey, ha, hoo, hey, ha, oh. He just keeps doing it. You can't deny him anymore at this point. Um, you know, Joe Pavelski, he, he did what he did last year. He's had two seasons of 82 games. He played the full seasons, the last two seasons in Dallas. Pretty much a similar pace, a 77-point pace here again this season. Plus 42? Buddy, that's excellent. Um, his shots were down, but his shot percentage was up. You know, he's, he's doing his damage on the power play. 13 power play goals, 27 power play points. You know, he had 93 hits, 64 blocks. This guy's a freaking beaut. And he just signed again for 3.5 mil for Dallas next season. I, I, I got to think he's going to do it again. I don't see why he's not. He's 38 years old, but the guy's, he just keeps going, right? And his style of play, like he's obviously a durable guy and, it, and, and he's clicking on that power play. And being on that Dallas power play, the way they're going, that's, that's going to just you know, carry him into value for sure. And, and he's part of that obviously, but yeah, I love the player. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy for the guy. Um, and then there's a couple big losses here. Jack Campbell at 73. Yeah, buddy. Um, that was not the goalie that they were looking for at Edmonton. Obviously Stuart Skinner took over, you know, halfway through the season and, and kind of solidified that position, but Campbell didn't play well all year. He didn't play well in the playoffs. 
You know, he was drafted here 73rd. You know, he finished 195th in category leagues, 522nd in, in points leagues. So, yikes. That's, that show ain't no good. Matt Duchesne, again, a guy called for a bust. He was, he was part of that Nashville team that just way overachieved, especially on the power play. And when that power play dried up, as, it, you know, we could sort of expect this season, yeah. Drafted 76 overall, finished 146 in points leagues, 251st in category leagues. That's not going to cut it, Matty D. Uh, Mackenzie Weger as well was another one. Ah, this is a tough one because I drafted him in a bunch of spots because I really, really thought he was going to get power play one there in, in Calgary. And Daryl Sutter. The Daryl Sutter effect. I'm going to blame him for every Calgary player that didn't perform. Um, that's fine. I'm interested in Weger next season, but I, it doesn't look like he's going to get power play one. I think Rasmus Anderson has that locked up. So, you know, Weger, you could probably get him a lot lower. He's going to be kind of your peripheral type defenseman. He should get more deployment though. And put him on power play too for love of Pete. That's fine. And then Tara Vinen, I'll mention him as well. Oh, my God. Again, drafted him in three spots, called for him to be a sleeper, and then he slept on the season. Buddy, can you help me out? I want Iguodala. It's no good. Um, you know, obviously, power play numbers dried up. Just could, could, And then he, he went on to power play, too, for most of the season and just couldn't get it together. So I'm actually playing in a playoff pool right now, and it's... it's uh, it drafts every round, so you redraft every round, and, and only certain people make it through. And I picked up Tara Vinen for this round <laughs> coming up. I, if, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times. What, what, what am I going to do? Oh, my God. Like, I actually drafted Toivo Tara Vinen again. Granted, it was with my last pick. You know, he's coming off a finger injury, and, he, you know, I'm thinking he's going to play, but I don't know. I can't. I, I don't know. What, what did this man do? so well where I was like, no, I have to get Tara Vinen on my team. That makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense. He's got to show me something before I give him that kind of confidence again during the season. But anyways, Tara Vinen, congratulations to you. Get well, all right? My fingers hurt. Let's keep going. Round eight. At 85, Shea Theodore. 86, Alex Pietrangelo. 87, Josh Norris. 88, Jack Hughes. 89, Jonathan Quick. 90, Jordan Cairo. Noah Dobson at 91, Brian Rust at 92, Timmy Stutes went at 93, Miro Heiskanen at 94, Zach Wierenski at 95, Darnell Nurse 96. Yes, some amazing wins here. Got wins that I called, and it's not rocket science, honestly. But Jack Hughes. Flying. Jack. At 88. Whoa, how did this happen? It, it, it's like... Did they mix him up with somebody else? Jack Hughes, drafted 88th, finished 10th overall in points leagues, 21st in category leagues. Beautiful stuff. Like, the guy's, the, he's elite at this point, right? And and New Jersey, um, their shot production, their, their, like, chances on net, like, it, it's it's all elite. Everything is 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 looking good for New Jersey. Obviously, they, they suffered a loss here in the playoffs, but I think they're going to be better for it moving forward. And Jack Hughes is just going to be another year older, another year more seasoned, right? So... He's got a little bit of playoff hockey in him now. So I love the player. Made no sense for him to go at 88, so that's a win. Timmy Stutes, ridiculous. 90 points in 78 games. He, he was drafted 93rd overall. I drafted him on three teams, like, and, and earlier than that, like, because I'm like, I have to get this man. Timmy Stutes, so finished 16th in points leagues, uh, finished 28th in category leagues. 
Um, yeah, I, I think you got, I hate to say this, but it might be a bit of a negative regression for Timmy Stutes. He played an insane amount of minutes. You know, he was well over 20 minutes. Um, you know, he didn't have a backup center there in Ottawa, but I don't care. Damn it. Give me some Timmy Stutes and do it now. All right. I think I'm loving Timmy Stutes for 80 to 90 points next season, but I want him to get more. All right, I'm, I'm in the middle of doing my projections for next season. They won't be ready for a month or two or whatever, and then I'm going to have to change them, right? But uh, I'm hoping Timmy Stutes comes out aces up, all right? Looking like a beaut that he is. I love that man. All right, thank you, Timmy Stutes. And then uh, Miro Heiskinen uh, actually called from a dark horse to win the Norris. It, it wasn't that far off. You know, he was drafted 94th overall, finished 64th in points leagues, 46th in category leagues. His power play points. What the hell? Last season, 11 power play points. This season, 34 power play points. All right. Obviously, that Dallas power play was going off. Um, and he was on the top power play. He got more minutes on ice. Um, he's just a beauty. I, I love Merrill Heiskin. And he's got a, you know, his engine is just ridiculous. He can play a crap ton of minutes. He's leading the playoffs right now, I think, in minutes played. So. Yeah, the guy's a beauty. He's got a great future ahead of him. I see it, man. Norris Trophy maybe coming up uh, for Miro Heiskin in, in, you know, in the next couple of years. Like, especially if they like Dallas has done some amazing things. Their GM locking these guys up. Like Jason Robertson's contract, stupid. Rupa Hans's contract, stupid. Stupid good. Right? These guys are good to go. And now you got Heiskin in here. So um, I like that team for sure. Let's carry on. Uh, losses here uh, in the round eight. Shea Theodore, yeah, just injuries. No good there. He's drafted 85. Um, Jonathan Quick, I mean, 80, 89th overall, Jonathan Quick. This guy had one of the worst goals saved uh, above average in the league. Like, one of the worst, if not the worst. Terrible. Um, he shouldn't be drafted next year, honestly. Um, you know, maybe a 0G off, um, a 0G option if he gets traded to another team where he can start. But, yeah, no, he's, he's done for a little bit anyway. And then Brian Rust at 92, um, he finished 133rd in points leagues, 154th in category leagues. Like, they just they took him off power play one, and that's where his value was. So, bye-bye. Uh, Brian Rust is not a guy I'm ever really interested in there in Pittsburgh. So, I don't know. Whatever. It's As we get lower on in the rounds here, there's not a lot of losses, right? Because you're not, you're not putting a lot of draft capital into these players right so if if they are losses you just drop them right there's no question there right but let's look here so round nine uh 97th overall brent burns 98th alexander georgiev 99th dougie hamilton tory krug went at 100 evan bouchard at 101 maddie zooks at 102 cam talbot 103 johnny marchiso 104 jacob truba 105 Braden Shen, 106, Matt Boldy at 107, and then rounding it out, Owen Power, the Power Glove, at 108. So, um, some clear wins here. Right off the bat, how about Georgie? Georgie? Yeah, 98th overall, finished 79th in points leagues, and should be really higher, and then finished 16th in category leagues. Yeah, This this is an example of a team really making a goalie, right? We've seen it in Colorado before. We saw Grubauer. We saw Darcy Kemper. Now it's Alexander uh, Georgiev. And not to mention, he's good. He played pretty well. He put up some decent numbers. Colorado just is a good team that limits chances, right? And shots. So anyways, Georgiev had a great season. Drafted at 98th. I saw him drafted later than that, so that's a clear win. Dougie Hamilton. Taste me how to duck. Taste me, taste me how to duck, duck. Yeah. 
Um, he, he took over power play one there. I think Severson was uh, power play one there for a little bit the year before um, when Dougie was there. And now he's full power play one, as he should be, with some really elite offensive players. Jack Hughes was healthy all year. You know, Nico Heischer had a great year. So Dougie Hamilton, I, I love that player. He, he has elite shots for a defenseman. And, you know, uh, getting a defenseman that can score 20 goals, that's... That's what you want. <laughs> like Dougie Hamilton, drafted 99th. He finished 29th overall in points leagues, 35th overall in cats leagues. Love the player. I'm going to be targeting him next year. I don't know where his ADP is going to land, so we'll have to see if we can get him. That's some value, but he's a great player. Matt Boldy, another win. Drafted 107th. Uh, finished 68th in points leagues, 76th in category leagues. Nice. I think he really sort of you know made his mark with, with Kaprasov out. When he was injured, Boldy really took the reins offensively and, you know, was starting to light teams up and got a little streak going and, and looked good too in the playoffs as well before they got bounced. So, you know, um, yeah, I, I like the player moving forward. They got him locked up for a long-term deal there. I think it's great. I think they're going to, they need to give him some big boy minutes though. They get him up with cap, right? He's, he's currently on, uh, Boldy plays on the second line there. So uh, hopefully he gets a little bit more time with uh, Kirill Kaprasov and they develop some chemistry between these two guys. Lastly, Jacob Truba, uh, it was definitely a win in category leagues, right? Uh, points leagues, you know, he held value, but um, that's not what you're drafting him for. Jacob Truba at 105, he finished 47th overall in Cats leagues. Yeah, he's a beefer, no question. He's beefer Sutherland. Um, yeah, this man's a beauty. So definitely a, a category league defenseman you want to target and you want to see if you can get him later, right? Sneak him in there. Some of the losses from this round. Uh, first, I want to talk about Evan Bouchard. He was uh, drafted at 101, and that was with the hope, again, for power play one. It didn't happen until Barry was traded, but that didn't make a huge dent on kind of where he finished up on the season, right? He, so drafted 101, finished 194th in points leagues, 182nd in category leagues. He's not going to be drafted at 101 next season. There's no question. He had an amazing playoffs. He led the the playoffs in power play points. He, he's... You know, he's a perfect fit for that power play there in Edmonton. So as long as he's got the job, this guy, he's going to be drafted much higher for like third, fourth round. I can see him. I don't know. He, like his his value is shot, although I do think he has potential. I think he's a 65-point lock if he's on that power play. And I think he could get 80. He could, he could be an 80-point defenseman if he stays all year on that power play. Like he looked good. He didn't look out of place, and he was actually doing stuff. So I like the player, but his value shot. Tory Krug was a big loss here. He drafted 100, finished, you know, over 300 in both the category and points leagues. They just they just cut his time on ice, his power play time. So Krug's not a player I'm interested in moving forward. And then Owen Power drafted 108. Not exactly a loss, but like, you know, he's behind Rasmus Dallin in the pecking order there. And that's not going to change anytime soon. So unless they go two defensemen on the power play, this guy's not going to get a lot of, you know, offensive time with, guys like Tage and 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 the others there so um yeah something to think about I think they're gonna bring power along slowly there in Buffalo and he could be a you know a more of an offensive defenseman in like three four years my two cents let's go to round 10 at 109 Cole Caulfield 110 Thomas Shabbat 111 Pierre-Luc Dubois 112 Ilya Samsonov 113 Bowen Byram 114 Brad Marchand 115 Braden Point 116, Trevor Zegras, 117, Justin Falk, 118, Logan Thompson, 119, the Klingon, John Klingberg, and then on at 120, rounding it out, the coolest guy in the NHL, Tony D'Angelo, man. Um, yeah. 
again, there were some wins. You know, Ilya Samsonov drafted a 112. Yeah, he, he was in a good position, even in a, as a tandem goalie with Matt Murray. Like, he was in a good position there. He finished 66 overall in category leagues um, with, with reasonable numbers. He looked good in the playoffs. He was playing injured for, for a lot of the season anyway. So, I like the player. We'll see what happens next year. But how about my guy, Braden Point? I was all over this guy uh, doing my mock drafts. It was insane. 115. He he got nah, he got 50 goals. 115. What? How? This makes no sense. So, you know, points leagues, Braden Point finished at 14. Cats leagues, he finished in 37. 115. We know what happened there. He was just grossly under, uh, you know, underdrafted. It made no sense. He was coming off a down season. He was on one of the best power plays in the league with one of the best power play players ever, you know, uh, in Nikita Kucherov. What, what did you think was going to happen? And Braden Point is a great player in his own right. He scored 50 goals. So that's all I'll say there, but big win there. Um, losses, again, like it's hard to lose really at this point, but, you know, Jonathan Klingberg in Anaheim was not a hit. That was bad. Tony D, we know what happened there. He, he played amazing for the first third of the season. Torts was giving him ridiculous minutes, and then he's like, oh, yeah, it's Tony D'Angelo. I don't like the cut of your jib. Get the hell out of my sight, all right? Uh, Tony D'Angelo was benched. He was a healthy scratch at times during the season. Yeah, we'll be interesting to see what happens with Tony D next season. I think he'll kind of just revert back to the player that he was previously, which is an offensive player getting 18 minutes a night. My two cents, Trevor Zegras at 116, you know, he finished 111 in points leagues, but finished 155 in category leagues. Uh, he had a good season. Um, I just think at this ADP, you know, he should be better. I think he's going to be better next season. Trevor Zegras, 65 points in 81 games uh, for a third-year player. That's that's not bad. And we know the offensive acumen this man has. Give him some more minutes. Like 17 power play points last year. Let's let's bump that up by five. Give him five extra power play points, right? Up his shots from 2.3 shots per game to three. You know, let's let's see what this guy can do. But I think he's obviously a huge piece of what's going on there in Anaheim. So I, I like him for, for better value next season. And you'll probably be, be able to get him around this point as well. Round 11, we're looking at um, 121, Zach Hyman. 122, Jesper Bratt. 123, Rasmus Anderson. 124, Noah Hannafin. 125, Vili Husso. 126, Anze Kopitar, 127, Anton Forsberg, 128, Seth Jones, 129, Robert Thomas, 130th, Mark Scheifele, 131, Rupe Hintz, and then 132, Charlie McAvoy. Yeah, in this one, I mean, big win, clearly Zach Hyman at 121. That's stupid. Um, yeah, that's, that's an amazing pick if you got Zach Hyman this season. He finished 27th overall in points leagues and 41st in category leagues. Ridiculous power play points, ridiculous time on ice, uh, all you know, um, career highs. He he averaged over twenty minutes on ice there with the Oilers. He went from two point eight shots on goal per game last season to three point five this season with the Oilers. Fifteen power play goals, twenty six power play points after you know ten power play points last season, and he looked good in the playoffs. So I think he's going to be a lock on that power play one. He's he's in the top six there at Edmonton. It's cup or bust for these guys. You know, Drysaddle said it, and I really believe that. I thought this year was cup or bust, right? But they've got some really good pieces. they got to just do some tinkering. Uh, but Hyman's not going to be any part of that tinker. So 
Um, great pick here. And then some other wins, uh, Kopitar and Brat in points leagues, you know, respectively. I think they were both good picks here at 126 for Kopitar and 122 for Jesper Brat. Some of the losses here in, uh, not really a loss, I guess, but round 11, Rob Thomas. His name is Robert Paulson. Come on, guys. His name stop it. is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. You know, drafted 129th. He finished 163 in points leagues, 249th in cats leagues. This is a guy you really want to stay away from in category leagues. He's he does not shoot, first of all. He doesn't hit, he doesn't block. Um, you know, so if the points and he doesn't see he doesn't score goals because he doesn't shoot. So um he just is really not offering a lot other than you know, assists and some power play points, right? So he's like the forward version of Quinn Hughes, right? So again, just a player I'm not really interested in unless, you know, it's a points league. So yeah, that that's really it there. And then last round, let's just, let's bang this one out. We're, we're getting to the end of it. We're getting long in the tooth, but that's okay. I think this is important stuff. So round 12, uh, 133, Jared Spurgeon, 134, Jordan Bennington, 135, Radko Gudis, 136, Mikhail Sergachev, 137, Eric Carlson, 138, Tage Thompson, 139, Sam Bennett, 140, Clayton Keller, 141, Dylan Larkin, 142, Jake Sanderson, 143, Troy Terry, and lastly, Hampus Lindholm at 144. You know, no real losses here, but boy, was there some wins. Holy mackerel. Let's talk about him. Eric Carlson, yeah, 137, finished 17th in points leagues, 33 in category leagues. He, we all know the season Eric Carlson had. He played all 82 games. He got over 100 points for a defenseman. Like, wow. You know, what What can you say about that? And, you know, getting Timo Meyer out of there, I think it's going to affect it. I mean, he still put up some reasonable production uh, after the trade deadline. I don't, I don't know if he'll be there. I don't know if they're trying to trade Eric Carlson or what the situation is, but... The fact that he can do this at this point in his career in San Jose, like he, he's a he 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 just generates um, chances and points by himself. You know, um, he's really the catalyst for for everything that's going on there, points wise. So, love the player. I think his value is going to be shot next season because I don't think he can repeat this. But you know, he's st- he's still. I think he's going to be good for seventy points next season. And then Sergachev, another defenseman uh, from this twelfth round that blew up, blew up big time. You know, he got power play one in Tampa Bay. We know what happened there. He finished 67th in points leagues, 36th in category leagues because of his peripherals. So I, I think this is kind of the way Tampa Bay is going to go moving forward. Hedman, you know, the shutdown kind of defenseman, power play two, Sergeyev getting that that sweet power play one deployment there because he looked great on it and their power play looked good all season. Clayton Keller, Dylan Larkin, yeah, we know what they did. Ridiculous. They were drafting in the 12th round. Keller finished 30th in points leagues. That's amazing. He finished 87th in Cats Leagues. Larkin did even better. Um, You know, Dylan Larkin, 40th in points leagues and 57th in category leagues because of the peripherals he brings, right? And the power play points. So amazing wins. But, you know, we have to talk about uh, another, the big forward win here in this round was Tage Thompson. Um, Obviously, this guy really asserted himself. Really, it was a coming out party for him this season. He's going to be... You know, in the first four rounds, no question, next season, probably first three rounds, really. Um, maybe first two rounds. Oh, God, where's Tage going to land? But 138th overall. I missed this guy. I missed the boat on this guy this season. I didn't have him anywhere. 
you know, finished 13th in points leagues, 22nd in category leagues. He's part of what's going on there in Buffalo. I think he's he has room for improvement. Maybe not, you know, he had 94 points in 78 games. I think he was injured for for parts of the season. Um, you know, 34 power play points with 20 goals. Sheesh. That is excellent. Um, I think his ice time has room for improvement, maybe even a minute there. So what does that do for his point total? Can he get over 100 maybe? I don't know. If he's healthy, I certainly think he can get 50 goals. There's no question there. Just a beauty player. Um, obviously, you know, he needs that to keep that power play production up, but I don't see why that's not going to happen. Buffalo looks good there. So anyways, I like Tage there. That is kind of where we're going. That's from A to B. You know, I should mention... Just a couple hits outside around 12. While I'm in the area, I got to do it, okay? How about uh, Linus Allmark, whose ADP was 148. He finished 11th overall in category leagues. Linus Allmark was drafted 148. He was the backup in Boston who was expected to have a crap year. Well, no, no, they didn't. Obviously, we know what happened there. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, 149 ADP. Had a 100-point season. Ridiculous, all right? Bo Horvat, another one. Drafted uh, ADP was 153. You know, he finished 44 in points leagues, 71st in cats leagues, then fell off the map when he got traded. Serves him right, buddy. Talk crap about Vancouver. What are you doing? Oh, you broke my heart. And you know I got to mention my boys, Vinny Tro and Boone Jenner. I got to talk about these beauties and why I love them so much. Vincent Trocek. For show. His ADP was 158. He finished 59 in points leagues, 48 in category leagues. Book it. They're probably going to underrate my boy next season too. You got to get this man on your roster. And then Boone Jenner. You can count on me. No matter what you do, you can count on me. No matter where you go. Thank you for your service, my man. All right. Um, you know, he fi- Boone Jenner finished... Um, 109 in points leagues and 122 in category leagues, but he was injured. He was injured. This this guy was on his way to a just a unicorn season, right? So, um, you know, I had to mention my boys there. I'm not going to mention too many others because I'm getting a little long here, but, you know, that's it. That That's the first 12, that's 12 rounds of, of you know, the initial Yahoo ADP. What, what the hell does this all mean? What can we take from this? And honestly, first off, I think it's just good info, as I said, to take into next season and good perspective, um, you know, and also power play. Power play is so, so key in fantasy, right? It, 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 it is that simple, really. Like, we need to find players that are locked in to first power play minutes or, you know, are, are, you know and then we'll, we'll show you how to get these gems, right? But we want players that are locked into first power play. Most of the regression, positive and negative, it came from an increase or decrease in power play points. So we really got to pay attention during the season as well for subtle changes that that are that potentially can become permanent, right? Also, we cannot chase these performances next season, all right? So what happened here happened. You know, we'll take that with a grain of salt. We're looking at it. Um, th- but honestly, there are many reasons why a player may over or underperform. And that is why we do statistical analysis, right? It's more than just... Um, they are this player now because they did it. Like, look at Jonathan Huberto. What, what, like, who predicted that? No one could have predicted that, right? And I don't think that there's other ones like Tage Thompson. I don't think someone could have predicted him to have that kind of season. Um, Eric Carlson to have a 100-point season. No, I don't think people can predict that, right? So we can't chase these performances, right? So we have to kind of put those on the back burner, right? 
also, just from looking at this draft right off the bat, like we got to beware of players starting on new teams or with a new coach, right? So think Huberdeau, Johnny Gaudreau, Jack Campbell, Mackenzie Weger, Timo Meyer, even in New Jersey. Like they're, it takes a while to get acclimated to a new team and a new system. You know, Matthew Kachuk you know, just went buck wild there in Florida. But to me, that seems to be the outlier this season right? I think the other players, like it takes a while, right? Like get chemistry, you get, you need that deployment. You know, you usually go from a team where you're like the number one or you're, you have a comfortable level deployment. Then when you go to another team, you know, you don't, they don't just hand you that, that time, right? Matthew Chuck is a different story because he's an elite player, but you know, also um, pay attention to injured players and players that are coming off of injury, you know, and we'll, we'll talk about that coming up to, to draft season there. But as you can see, there's a ton of value to be had in the later rounds here. And that is why you listen to this pod and pods like it, all right? I'm here to help you to find those gems, all right? Find those beauties and capitalize, right? We, you know, I talked about Point. I talked about Sergachev. I talked about Vinny Tro. I talked about Jack Hughes. I talked about Timmy Stutz. I talked about Georgie and I talked about Pasta, all right? And there was more, right? Just throughout the season, like, and, and, I, and I, listened to, I listened to podcasts too and I get help from those, you know, like, the fantasy hockey community is here to give you what you need to dominate in these leagues. So I'm just putting that out there, but draft draft time, it hits a little different, right? So there's going to be a new batch of these players next season. Stick with me. All right. More chips are on the way, but that's all I got, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I know it's getting a little long here, but I really appreciate you sticking it out. This is going to be a valuable episode moving forward. So hopefully you listen to it and get some value from it. That's it for me, everyone. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.